Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. everyone and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. I'm your host Kate Boyle and this week on the show we are talking about Christmas and what we can do in this lead up, this time as we lead up to Christmas to really still be able to prioritize our health and fitness because I know that we all start to get really busy and this is a question that comes through a lot. You know, so many of my clients ask me, how can I still fit in my exercise? I'm just super, you know, snowed under with work. You know, all these deadlines are coming up because of Christmas. The kids have got lots of things going on after school. We've got catch-ups on the weekend. How do I fit in my fitness or how do I not eat all the cake and the biscuits and the drink the alcohol and everything that's there all the time in this period? So, you know, it's as we always say, getting back to basics is really good and it can seem really overwhelming at this time of year. We all get really busy, you know, our weekends get filled up with get-togethers and catch-ups and school concerts and dance concerts and whatever it may be and then during the week we're flat chat trying to get, you know, our work done, look after the kids, just keep everything running that it really often feels like we don't have a lot of downtime. So sometimes it's just starting to reframe, looking at our priorities. And I think that's one that, you know, if we can really look at what our priorities are and prioritize our health, which is what we do, you know, most of the year, we might, it might take a back seat when we go on holidays and we just, you know, splash out a bit and all the rest. But even at Christmas time to help us stay less stressed, to help us stay healthy so that we don't pick up, you know, a bug or a sickness, we really want to focus and prioritize on our health. So we have the energy to enjoy the season. Uh, I was teaching a class this morning and there was a, a couple of clients in there that were like, oh, you know, I'm a bit of a Baha bug about Christmas because I just get stressed and it there's just so much to do and I'm just happy when it's over. So I would love, you know, for us to be able to go into this season excited about the season, excited about how we're feeling. Even though we're busy, we can enjoy it. We can still look after our body. And these are some simple ways that we can do that. So one, what I want you to do at this time of year, especially, and keep this going when you can, is to start to simplify your health and fitness routine. Now, you all know I'm all about trying to make things simple and easy so that we follow through with them, so that we have enough time in our day to be able to do them. And then we're going to feel so much better for it. So what can we do to simplify our fitness routines? Well, this may be looking at shorter workouts. Maybe in December, you know, you can't make your hour gym sessions or classes, but maybe you can do 15 or 20 minute workouts at home. 
You can do, you know, a 15 Pilates, uh, 15 minute Pilates workout on a Monday. You can go for a 20, 25 minute walk on a Wednesday and you can do 20 minutes or half an hour of weightlifting on a Friday or a Saturday. That's three sessions that you can fit in, in under an hour and a half. And you could make all of them 20 minutes. So in an hour, you could have three workout sessions, three different ways of working your body, building different strengths, still working on your flexibility and your mobility at the same time, but still keep that consistency so that we're not going to lose all the gains that we've had up to now. Because I think, you know, when we give up and we go, oh, the next sort of four or six weeks when it's busy with Christmas and New Year, oh, I'm just going to like give up on my exercise. All the gains, all the strength gains, all our, you know, flexibility, our movement, all of those gains that we've gotten up to this point, we're going to lose some of them because we're not moving. So even if we're just maintaining the strength we have, the flexibility we have, the movement we have, our cardiovascular health that we've built up, if we're just maintaining that, that is still extremely beneficial. We don't have to be upping the weights. We don't have to be upping our you know, training and, and running and cardio sessions. But if we can maintain that health, then we're going to feel so much better for it. So opting and choosing shorter workouts is a really great workplace to start. And on top of that, as you guys know, again, schedule in your workouts. Put it in your diary, get your phone out, get your paper planner out, make those appointments with yourself. Whether or not you're working at home, you book into a class to make sure that you get there. Even in you know December, some of my clients will book in twice a week into class so that they actually come because they know if they don't have an appointment, they're probably not going to feel motivated enough or find the time to fit it in. So maybe you just book into two classes a week to try to maintain that fitness in December. Or a few um, of my in-studio clients have signed up to the Mind Movement Health membership because they know there's the weeks where they can't make class because things are busy, so they're going to do workouts from home. And because we have over 100 plus workouts in the membership, it's a really simple way that they can pull up a 15-minute Pilates workout or a 20-minute Pilates workout and do that at home and save so much time, but still keep their workouts going. Now, also, you might want to look at reframing and choosing workouts that don't feel draining during this time. So if you have been, say, building up your running and you've been working up to building, you know, maybe we'll say 6K of running and doing that 6K just wrecks you for the rest of the day, maybe during December, you're just going to go back and do sort of three to 4K runs, you know, just in that nice, easy pace that feels comfortable, that doesn't feel like it's draining you. Or if you know that running really drains you, maybe you swap it up and you do some walks and you add in Pilates and you add more restorative exercise where you're still going to get benefits and you're still going to move your body, but you actually feel more energized after doing those workouts rather than feeling drained by doing them. So on the fitness side, those three things are three things we can simply do, choose shorter workouts, schedule them into our day so they're there. And I also, if we're going to schedule them in, it's nice to schedule them in at the start of the day because often you can get stuck at work or something comes up with the kids and you know that five or six or even seven o'clock time that you'd scheduled in to do your workouts doesn't end up you know, turning up. So start of the day is always best so that you actually get it in and then choosing workouts that are just simpler to do. Maybe it's where you can just put on, you know, your workout video and follow along so you don't have to think too hard, you know. Maybe it is going to a class so you just 
turn up and do it and you don't have to do anything else. So choosing workouts that are really going to energize you rather than draining you. Hi, everyone. I'm interrupting this podcast just quickly to let you know about Lean 14. If you want to have more energy, lose weight, start moving and just feel really good again, but maybe you're not sure where to start, then definitely check out my program Lean 14. Now, Lean 14 is a complete program with a 14-day food and meal plan, recipes, shopping lists, Pilates workouts, templates for meal prepping and goal setting, as well as video trainings to help you kickstart your health and fitness. It really provides you with an easy to follow, clear plan of where to start with your diet, nutrition, looking after yourself, and the best bit, you can start at any time and there's no crazy food or expensive equipment or complicated instructions involved. It's really simple, it's easy, and best of all, it's effective. And I don't want you to miss out. To grab it now, simply head over to the show notes and click the Lean 14 link or head on over to the Mind Movement Health website and under the Programs tab, you can hit Lean 14. Now, this program is based on my 18 years of experience of working in the health and fitness field and the results that I've gotten for thousands of women that I have worked with during that time. So head on over to the show notes and check it out because it will change your life. Now, when it comes to our, you know, other health side in this lead up to Christmas, again, it's prioritizing the activities that are really going to serve us well, making sure we go to bed that little bit earlier, not staying up too late. You know, if we're at a party and we have a glass of wine and we really enjoy it and somebody offers us another one, Maybe we say no to the second glass, okay? Or maybe we say no to the first glass. If you know that when you do have alcohol, you never sleep that well because you won't because it is a diuretic, okay? It'll help us fall asleep, but then it'll um, stop us from getting into that deeper sleep. If you know you've got you know, a really busy day the next day, if you're out at a Christmas get-together, just say no to the alcohol, okay? There are some amazing, you know, options now in mocktails and just having mineral water and that sort of stuff that if you, you know, feel comfortable and you don't feel up for alcohol, that is okay and it will serve you better for your energy, for your sleep, for your stress levels, you know, and your hormones. So just knowing that it's okay to say no to alcohol during this period because I think sometimes we feel sometimes a bit pressured or we think that we, you know, may need to have a glass to join in and all the rest of it, but, you know, we really don't. And for our health, it's actually better if we do abstain from it. So there's your permission, okay, just if you're looking for that, if you're looking for that sign to say, oh, maybe I will, you know, just to go off at this uh, holiday season, then definitely give it a go. Now, the other things that we can do are just, again, simple things in our bit of free, free time that we do have on the weekends, do some meal prep. If you're making, you know, dinner and you're making spaghetti bolognese, make a double batch or a double batch of lasagna or a double batch of um, vegetarian burgers or whatever it is, why don't you double batch? And then you can stick, you know, that second lot in the freezer and you've got a second meal on hand. Um, doing that meal prep, you know, lots of uh, my clients and even myself on the weekend, you know, I'll cook up a soup or whatever. So I've got lunch during the week or I'll cook up a muesli slice or, you know, for my kids. So I've got stuff for their lunch boxes. So it's not coming to Wednesday and I'm thinking, 
oh, I don't have any healthy snacks, you know, to pop in their lunch boxes or me if I get hungry, you know, at that three o'clock in the afternoon and I need something, then if you've got something that you've meal prep and you can, you know, either freeze it, okay, or have it ready in the pantry or the fridge, it just makes life during the week when you're busy so much easier. You know, really utilize your freezer. There are so many meals that you can freeze. So many people, you know, don't realize that like on the weekend, I made a batch of um, gluten-free chocolate chip uh, cookies with buckwheat flour, which does taste, they taste amazing. Um, I only cooked up six, knowing that, you know, my girls will have a few in their lunch boxes on Monday and Tuesday. And I pop the rest of them uncooked into the freezer. Okay. Freeze them on a baking tray. And then when they're frozen, you just take them off, pop them into a plastic bag or a container. If we don't want to use plastic, um, pop them into a container and then pop them into the freezer. And then you can pull them out and just bake them up in eight or nine minutes when you need them. So you can freeze things. Things like cookies and you know banana bread and full meals. So don't underestimate the power of utilizing your freezer because it can really help you to get organized and stay on top of your busy schedule. Now, on top of that, you know, use your shopping lists. Once you've back batched cooked your meals, okay, you can stock up the fridge and the cupboard with healthy snacks, whether or not, you know, that might be unsalted nuts or making sure you've got fruit in the fruit bowl or you've got some celery and peanut butter, whatever it is, make sure you do your weekly shop, make sure that you're organized and then that's going to make it so much easier during the week as well. And then I also like to, you know, finally just think about putting in some downtime. Again, even though you can be really busy at this time of year, you're in control of your time and setting boundaries around your time is really important. And I think we often lose chunks of our time. We kind of get to the end of the day and we think, oh my goodness, where did all that time go? And if you actually look back on your time, you know, you might've spent 15 minutes doing emails and then let's say, you know, an hour doing a work task and then you got distracted with somebody told you to look up something on social media and that chewed up 10 minutes and you're maybe replying to texts and you went back to emails for another 15 minutes and then you went and had lunch. So if we look back and we started to just organize our time a little better, maybe stay off social media during the day, maybe give yourself some, you know, boundaries around, well, I'm only going to reply to text messages, you know, at the end of my workday, not throughout the workday or, you know what I mean? Creating these boundaries around doing certain activities can save us so much time. If you went back through to check your emails eight times in the one day, it would be a lot more efficient if you just did it once in the morning and then once, you know, later in the day and you just do it all in one go. So Creating boundaries around your time, getting organized around your time, blocking out your time so that you've got different blocks of time to do certain tasks. These are all just little small things that can help protect our time so we don't feel like we're running out of time all the time. And having those organization, you know, and those systems in place can really help to stop us from being overwhelmed and stressed. Because I think at this time, Even here in Australia, it's warmer because we're going into our summer, which is super exciting, but a lot of people get sick. A lot of people get sick in the lead up to Christmas, and that's because you know, we are socializing and we're seeing more people, but we're also under a lot more stress. So what are some of the things you can do at home to really look after your body to help lower levels of inflammation and lower our cortisol levels? 
As we said, they can include getting to bed earlier, really making sure that you're eating nourishing food, moving your body, but not over-exercising and draining it, ensuring that you're hydrating and drinking plenty of water, making sure that you're getting outside, that we're getting some vitamin D and sunshine and connecting to nature, building in those pockets of downtime, whether or not you want to do some breath work or meditation or go for a walk or journal. Having that downtime is really important for our brains, but also for our immunity, that time to just really recharge. And sleep is a big part of that. But again, just letting our mind tune out. And that doesn't mean, you know, going onto our phones and watching YouTube videos or, you know, checking out emails. That means staring off into space. That means getting outside and looking at trees and nature and maybe grounding and taking shoes off or, you know, even getting down to the beach and just, you know, seeing the ocean and getting that wind on your face, connecting to nature, connecting with other people, you know, in a relaxed environment that you want. So I think too, at this time of year, um, there's certain social, you know, get togethers that maybe you aren't so thrilled about going to. So, you know, if you have some of them, make sure you build catch-ups that you really want to go to. Spend time with your friends and your family that you love. So again, you're really filling up your cup. You're getting that community, you're getting that support and connection with the people that you love. So I hope some of these tips really helped you to combat this holiday season and really come out on the other end feeling energized and feeling great. We don't want to finish our Christmas day and then really feel like we need that week after Christmas to recover from the, you know, the lead up to Christmas because it's no fun. So if we can adopt some of these just simple practices really prioritize our health and fitness in these small ways that feel manageable, then we can really enjoy the holiday season and all that it brings. So please, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, head on over to your favorite podcast app and hit subscribe. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazing, fantastic week in this lead up to Christmas and you stay healthy and happy during the holiday season. All right, that's it for me this week. Have a great week and I'll see you again next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.